Good morning, Jackson, Mississippi, and all surrounding areas. You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am Clay Edwards. We are live in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios out here at the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza in Flora, Mississippi. You may hear a little bit more bump in my voice this morning, man. I am feeling good in the neighborhood. It's just something about it. I don't know what happened. What could it be? Mississippi, what could it be? Why am I in a good mood? That's right. MAGA. MAGA. Orange man back. Orange man back, baby. About to make America great again, again. That's right. Again, again. I mean, in two short years, the Democrats, Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, Chakwe Lumumba, Make sure we give Chakwe his shine, his credit, his comeuppance, have destroyed America. And it's going to take patriots to fix it. Hey, also, we won the House last night, by the way. Yep, we did that. Investigations incoming, Fauci. Investigations incoming, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden. Oh, it's going to be glorious. It's going to be glorious. You know, you hate to have to use your arm of arm of government to seek revenge on your political foes. But, hey, look, that's what they've done. That's the bed that they've made. So that is the bed that we'll lie in. We lie with dogs, you're going to get ticks. Well, I got them ticks. So somebody got to do something about it. <laughs> Terrible analogy there, but whatever. I'm feeling good this morning. Hey, real, real quick, happy birthday, Mom. Today is my mother's birthday. I love you. She was the rock of our family. Uh, don't know where I would be without her. All of my trials and tribulations and screwing up and everything that I put my put myself through, none of that has anything to do with my parents. All that has to do with my hard-headedness, my insisting to run with the wrong crowd. And um, thank you to my parents for being there for me. All right, man, let, let's just jump straight to the phones here, man. I knew they'd be hot this morning on the phone line here. All right, Mr. Dixon. Brother Clay, how you doing this morning? I am good. On the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty phone line, I was having a brain uh, fart there. Good morning, Mr. Dixon. <laughs> hey, it's happened to me, too. Look, I, like you, am kind of enthused about Mr. Trump, but I just have a quick, honest question for you. Do you really think the Republican establishment's candidates like McCarthy are going to hold any kind of substantial hearings against the Democrats? Do you really believe that? No, no, probably not. But, I mean, it's wishful thinking. I'm trying to give everybody a little shot of hopium this morning. I understand that. And, you know, it's good. A kind word does turn away wrath and all of that. But what we need to be is realistic. We need to make – I think we need to start like yesterday – if we want MAGA to happen, we're going to have to do something to help it along because I've seen we're just not going to be able to sit back and wait on people who are in charge to do the right thing. It's just not going to happen. Agreed, my friend. How you doing? I'm not going to complain, but like you, I'm, I'm, I'm pleasantly optimistic about Mr. Trump and his chances. But look, we need to keep praying up, and look, you stay blessed. Hey, you too, Mr. Dixon. Have a blessed day. You too. Bye. Uh-huh. 
You know, I was watch as I was watching Trump last night, I was watching the Timcast IRL feed and they had a round table discussion going on with Trump in the middle talking they were kind of talking over him a little bit. And they had Milo Yiannopoulos on there last week. Great show. Go back and watch it if you haven't had a chance. And Milo brought up a great point on the Trump DeSantis thing. And I like DeSantis a lot. And his time is coming. It just ain't now. It just ain't now. Maybe it's VP, but it ain't now. And Trump, when he got on that stage last night, you were reminded, uh, as, as Milo mentioned, you can like DeSantis, you can like the things he says and all that stuff, but charismatically, Trump is generational. DeSantis doesn't have the charisma, like him, love him, or hate him. He's very polarizing. And when he got on stage last night, you were reminded of how he can have an audience eating out of the palm of his hand. If it was ice cream in his hand, Joe Biden would be eating out of it. Tapioca brains. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> yeah, look, man, I'm stoked. And look, one of the things that Trump said, and I'm just going to play it, his words, I don't want to misquote the man, but let me just tell you, I agree with this sentiment right here. I, I made sure I went and found this audio. 100% I agree with this. Responsible for death, carnage, and crime. He's talking about Democrats and drug dealers. Let me start it over. Responsible for death, carnage, and crime all over our country. Every drug dealer during his or her life on average will kill 500 people with the drugs they sell, not to mention the destruction of families. But we're going to be asking everyone who sells drugs, gets caught selling drugs, to receive the death penalty for their heinous acts because it's the only way. We don't need any more blue ribbon committees. We don't need, I don't like to say this, and I don't even know if the American public is ready for it. And a lot of my people say, please don't say that, sir. That's not nice. They kill 500 people each on average. And if you don't do this, in China, when I was with President Xi, I said, President, do you have a drug problem? No, 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 we don't. He looked at me like I didn't know what I was doing. I don't have the full audio there, but President Xi told Trump they had what they call quick trials. Um, if you were caught selling drugs, you have an immediate trial. If you were found guilty, you die. Now, look, like any rational human being, and I can be irrational at times, uh, I pause a little with the kill all drug dealers thing. I, you know, let, let's define what drugs are. You know, I don't think marijuana, I don't think you should be killed for selling marijuana. But <clears throat> after my interview yesterday here with Brad Burleson and talking about his brother and sister-in-law both dying from getting tainted fentanyl pills or pain pills that were tainted with laced with fentanyl, I would have no problem with anybody that's knowingly selling pressed pills with fentanyl catching one to the dome hanging from a tree whatever you want to do put it on pay-per-view let people stream it we need to get back to public public uh hangings and all that good stuff firing squads bad guys i'm gonna tell you what you start killing a bunch of little guys off the block out the hood, out the suburbs, wherever they're doing this, you start, you start killing a bunch of drug dealers. 
other drug dealers gonna gonna pay attention. The, you know, talk about the war on drugs being a disaster. Well, that's a nuke bomb to end the war on drugs. You start killing drug dealers. But uh, <clears throat> just my opinion. Just my opinion. Look, uh, Mike on the Guns and Gear text line says, does the death sentence include for Pfizer backers who have billed a few hundred thousand? It should. If I've killed a few hundred thousand, I think it was a typo there. <clears throat> it should. They should be first in line. To the gallows. To the guillotine. Absolutely. If we, you know, if we did bring back public public uh, death sentences, what should what form should we bring back? Should it be firing squads, hangings, uh, decapitations, electric chair? What do y'all think? What would what would send a message that America's had enough? I'm curious, like. What would send a message to people that America has had enough? Start cutting the hands off thieves. I mean, just prove a point. We've let we've gotten way too lax on crime. You know, we always talk about um, like with all the woke stuff. The eventual when the pendulum pendulum I can't talk when the pendulum swings back the other way, it always swings hard and fast. You know, socially, if we get too far right, it goes back left. If we get too far left, it swings back right. Well, let's talk about this lax on crime stuff. I don't think I've heard this argument be made anywhere. What is the pendulum? How does it look when the pendulum swings back from lax on crime to tough on crime? Should that include public death penalties? I'm just curious. I think it should. Should that include cutting thieves' hands off? castrating pedophilics, minor attracted people. Pedophiles is the word I was looking for. I I wouldn't have no problem with it. Let's take a call here on the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty phone line. Hey, brother, you on there? Is this Clay? It is. Clay, it's Ricardo. I actually listened to you online. I'm out of town. Um, Look, I know uh, we're all excited about Trump running and everything, but I just noticed in the news that we have another uh, laundering uh, match that's opened up that Michael Guess and Roger Wicker need to answer for before they do anything, where our illustrious President Biden is asking for about $50 billion to be laundered through the Ukraine again. Can we ask our senator and representative, and I know you are influential and powerful, for an accounting of where the money that we've given them over a hundred billion has gone, and not just on a napkin saying that Aunt Martha cooked food for the troops. I mean, you know, I have to account for money I spend in my checking account or for my company. So before we write them a check, can somebody call up Michael Guest and say, "Hey, uh, do y'all have any receipts for any of this?" Man, he he's so busy tweeting about the border that I don't know if he's aware of what's going on. Uh, it ain't our border. It must be the Ukraine border. <laughs> I know. Hey, so what's- look, when I I had that meeting with Mike a while back, and that was uh, Ukraine, I think, was the second words out of my mouth. I was like, I don't want to see another penny go to Ukraine. And this was. You said who? I said, I told Mike that I didn't want to see another penny go to Ukraine. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, his, and his response was, 
Hey, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean he wrote. He, you know, he, he he acted like he was taking it seriously. I mean, I, I'll give him credit, but we'll see. Now that we got the house did back, you write, did you write him a check to be able to meet him face to face? Because uh, <laughs> no, I did not. I promise. Uh, okay. Well, well, look. If you run into him again, uh, rub him on top of the head and say it's from me, and uh, ask him about it. You know, just just you know, while they're. Anyway, I got to be careful. It's your telephone. It's your radio show. But anyway, oh, um, I understand, bro. I'm frustrated yeah, too. Can we get an accounting? I mean, I know we're all about Mississippi values. Mississippi values. <laughs> well, I value my money. I value the cryptocurrency that's been laundered to not only the Democrats, but to people like you know who. And uh, so, can we get an accounting of it? That's all I want to know. Oh, I know we won't, but we don't even have a budget. We haven't had a budget in twenty years. Uh, we have an omnibus bill, <laughs> and that goes to Michael Guest, that goes to Roger Wicker, that goes to Cindy Howe Smith, and you know it's a laundering system, dude. We're broke. Uh-huh. Now, your liberal libertarian friend is on it during the news hour at, at lunchtime. Has no solution except Orange Man is bad. But tell me what is good, other than just being a paleo keto diet person. I have no idea. But anyway, <laughs> all right, talk to you soon. Appreciate Thanks. it, brother. Bye. Bye. Mike, you're being attacked. You're being attacked. You're being attacked, Mike. All right, let's take a break real quick, man. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules, baby. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by Keith's Lock and Key. Family owned and operated right here in central Mississippi all the way back to the mid-80s. Back when the great, back when America was great the first time. Second time, hell, I don't know how many times at that point. Back in around 84, we'll say. <laughs> anyway, I digress. I'm excited this morning, man. Feel good this morning. It's going to be a great day. It's a bad day to be a Democrat. Ah, Keith's Lock and Key, man. Uh, family owned and operated, going all the way back to since Ronald Reagan was president with a combined experience of nearly 50 years. Keith's Lock and Key is here for all of your commercial and residential locksmith needs. They don't work on cars, though, folks. So I hate it. You lock your keys in your car, you're going to have to call uh, one of those other folks. But uh, if you need any keys or lock stuff done around your house, or your business, your safe, any of that stuff, Keith's Lock and Key needs to be your go-to locksmith. Lock their number in. The phone number is 601-278-1459. 601-278-1459. Pull out your phone, program it, put locksmith in there, and they do work statewide. All right, we're live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. Uh, Derek texts in on the Guns of Gear text line, says the 80s was the best era ever. Yeah, look, man, I, I don't know if y'all follow me on like my personal Facebook page, <clears throat> Clay Ed, just Clay Edwards. Uh, the, it's, the profile picture is me wearing the yellow 94 Tick shirt. I have another personal page, but it's infested with Democrats, and i just tired of arguing with them online. I really don't want to argue about politics online. I can do that on my radio show. <laughs> anyway, I, I posted a picture of the seven-day forecast, the highs in the 50s, the lows in the high 20s, low 30s for the next seven days or so. I just posted a picture of it this morning. I said, man, this takes me back to the 80s and 90s growing up when you used to actually have a fall. 
Now, look, I'm no global warming guy or anything like that. I mean, I do believe in climate change, but not man-made necessarily. Uh, I believe that things happen naturally. And, and there's plenty of evidence that we've gone through different phases of this generationally over thousands of years. So climate does change, obviously. Anyway, I mean, there was an ice age for, for, God, for God's sake. <clears throat> so I just, anyway, to the point about the 80s being a great era. It really was the golden era. And I also posted this funny meme of uh, <clears throat> this whole family wearing windsuits. And it says, no generation will ever be able to say they fought the wind as hard as we did. And man, that is so true. I mean, growing up in the late 80s, early early 90s especially, I had my starter jackets. You know, everybody had a starter pullover. I mean, I didn't even like basketball, but I had a Charlotte Hornets starter pullover. I had a an array of um, Adidas windsuits, too. Looking back in hindsight, I'm glad there's not a lot of pictures of that era. I'm glad we didn't have camera phones then. But then again, maybe I'd need one to uh, laugh at myself. All right. Um, in other news, <clears throat> Orange Man back. Just let me say that again. The, uh, Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty phone line is wide open. 601 879 Zero two. We'd love to hear what you guys have to say about bringing back public hangings, firing squads, the death penalty for killing drug dealers. I mean, not the death penalty for killing drug dealers. Those people should get an award. Should should selling drugs get you the death penalty? I'm curious to what you guys think. I'm on board with it. Here's some other news. Well, no sooner than I was going to get to the other news, we have a caller. And just who I was thinking would call. We got Derek here on the Dustin Bailey at Southern Mag Noyers Realty phone line. Derek, good morning. Hey, good morning. Um, yeah, yeah. Bring it back. Go back to courthouse hangings if we could. I, I mean, you wouldn't have to do it too many times. And yeah, I believe people. Wouldn't. I believe people. What does the Kim Way say? Tighten up their belt. I believe. Oh, yeah. I believe the folks would would, would, would tighten the belt up. I, I I really do. Get go on, get the pants pulled up. Uh, get to work. Figure start figuring life out real quick. When you think about it, Clay, if you 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 know on on your question about drug dealers, if it if it is ruined and taken life, yeah, they deserve the death penalty, most definitely. And when you think about these guys like who killed poor Gretchen, who was a, one of the nicest waitresses I've ever had the pleasure of um, being served by at um, Twin Peaks. When you get a scumbag like that kill kill a young lady, yeah, he should go straight to the, you know, straight to the chair. Yeah, right? and all three of those guys, I think, you know. Running total going to do about five years each, you know, or some, some less than that. I mean, they yeah, basically they, that, that, they got that, away that, with killing that poor girl. Yeah, that's an insult, and it what makes it even more insulting, right? To the family, your tax dollars is paying to keep for this guy three hots on the cot. And, and, and how insulting can you be to notice? Can it be to know that you your tax money is taking care of a person who impacted your life and took your loved one? What what are the use of to society? What's the point of putting somebody in prison for the rest of their life when there are no there are no use to anyone? I know it's a little harsh to say, Kim. I mean, I'm I'm sorry, uh, Clay, but I'm a survival of the fittest type of guy. No, if I, you're not fit, what else can you do? You know, Saliva had a song back in the mid 2000s called "Survival of the Sickest," and uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm in the same boat. It, it is. It's it's you know they would kill us in a heartbeat. Yes, and. 
if if we don't start using that mentality, I look, I know this is quote unquote conservative talk radio, but that's why I call it reality radio. We we have got to have a reality check and and quit playing nice. Take these damn gloves off and pull out the shanks. I mean, it's it's time to get serious here. It's going to be blood in the streets. It's just a, the question is, whose is it going to be? Right. But, you know, based off my experiences, Clay, um, can't necessarily talk about the details of the case, but there was a guy we used to have to deal with back when I was a full-time policeman, and he had been linked to several murders, but when judgment came from him, he ran He ran like a little like a little scared, you know, I, I ain't going to say girl, but, you know, he ran like a little scared, you know what? A witch would have been. You know been. what I mean? And he, because he decided, it's like um, uh, Sam Jackson's character of um, Shaft said, you know, when a person like him goes down, you try to rise above your expectations. So he, 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 he went up against the wrong dudes in forest, and they made an example out of him, ran him up in somebody's house and shot him in the room. And he was in the hospital crying. And all we could do was actually really laugh on our breath at it. I said, oh, so you done terrorize the community and I've been linked to several murders, and now when judgment comes from you, you want us to do something about it? Give me a break. Yep. Hey, Derek, yeah, so, I, I just saw your text about uh, listening to James Brown since last night. Living in America, I like it. I like. I've been. Yes, I've been humming. I've been humming. I'm proud to be an American. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, at least I know. I'm. <laughs> you know it. But yeah, man, we should be proud to be Americans, man. Y'all, let's embrace American exceptionalism. I'm sick and tired of these politicians saying that we need to help the world and let the world grow up to us. Well, good God, they're surpassing us. Again, just look at Dubai, which I hate Dubai, but you you get the idea. These people are rich because our politicians sold us out to them. You understand, Clay? So I'm proud to be an American. Yes, sir. All right, brother. Make, make American exceptionalism great again. Absolutely. Thank you, Derek. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. <clears throat> Quit lowering our standards so we can raise up the floor. Quit lowering the ceiling so you can raise the floor. That, that should never be the case. Make the floor get on the dang ladder and come up to the ceiling. Never never lower your expectations. You know, this, this started a couple years ago with the participation awards. Then... Is one of the trickle down effects. That's a, that is a word that politicians love trickle down or trickle up. They love to trickle things. Sounds questionable to me, but remember a couple of years ago when they lowered the grade average to something down in the sixties for passing school. So they could get a bunch of y'all's dumb kids on out of there. That, that to me, that's like one of the real turning points here. It, well, that's one of the real turning points. They don't want tw- you know twenty year old ninth graders. They just they they lowered the expectations, and you start seeing if you. Well, let's use the Jackson Water for an example here. If you just fail hard enough, if you just suck bad enough, if you're just bad enough at your job somebody is going to have to fix it if other people depend upon you so just uh, be mindful of that but let's take a break here uh john stay on hold we'll be right back and we'll hear a democrats uh rebuttal to all of my nonsense this morning this is the clay edwards show we'll be right back on 103.9 wyeb
Breaking rules, baby. All right, this segment is going to be brought to you by Boondocks Firearms Training Academy. Hey, look, man, we're getting closer to Christmas. Get somebody the gift of firearms training. They have a bunch of courses available that you can sign folks up on, give them gift cards, or heck, even better than that, in my opinion, is sign them up for one of their new membership packages. They've got these great trainers packages starting as low as $40 a month for an individual or only 400 for the year. And it comes with full access to the facilities and a gift certificate for a free training course valued at 200 bucks. To me, that's the win right there. So for 400 bucks, you get somebody a year full access to the facility and a firearms training course. You can't beat that. Uh, if that's a little, if that's a little thicker than you, uh, than you want to get into, they have the, uh, the individual standard packages starting as low as $25 a month or two fifty annually. <clears throat> so check that out. Boondocksfta.com and, uh, go get yourself a great Christmas gift. Get yourself a stocking stuffer. I may get myself this <clears throat> anyway. Uh, it's Boondocks Firearms Training Academy, boondocksfta.com. All right, man, on the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty phone line, we have John. Hey, John. Uh, yeah, you guys were talking about uh, drug dealers uh, being uh, lynched or uh, facing a no, fire. No, no, nobody said lynched. That's not, that's okay, not, well, I, not said lynched. Okay. I said the death penalty. I said the death penalty. Did you say hanging or hanging or something like that? Uh, I, well, I, once you're found guilty, take it straight out to the gallows. Yeah, okay, well, well you know, uh, what I'm getting at is this. You do get a fair is, trial. Yeah, well, no, no. What I'm getting at is, folks, pharmaceutical companies have killed more people than drug dealers. And they should they should be first in line. Now, but, here, but, here's, but here's the beauty of it. The beauty of it is we invest in these pharmaceutical companies in our mutual funds and our stocks, and these pharmaceutical companies take our money, and then they pay the politicians to sit back quietly while they, while they poison us. But we don't hold our politicians accountable for how much big pharma money they take in these elections. They take this big pharma money and they sit quietly. And then when they kill enough people and the, and the citizens get tired of it, they say, OK, we'll pay out a settlement. We'll you, you got to pay a settlement to uh, the survivors or what have you. But our own government has engaged in putting drugs on the street in the 80s to finance a war, the Iran-Contra war, folks. Absolutely. And I'm not going to say that. Yeah, and I won't say it was the Republicans, but what I will say is it was our government. So are we serious about the war on drugs? If we're serious about the war on drugs, where did OxyContin come from? It, it wasn't made in the hood. It wasn't made in the suburbs. It was made where? Pharmaceutical companies. Where did it come from? Where did fentanyl come from? Wasn't made in the hood. Wasn't made in the suburbs. It comes it from China. No. Pharmaceutical companies. China. Pharmaceutical folks. They put this stuff out here. They know it's addictive. They know it has addictive properties. And our government allows it to happen because everybody's about the green dollar. They, we want to see the stock, the stock market soar. We want our mutual funds to do well. So everybody sits back and watch this over and over. Same thing with cigarettes. Everybody knew tobacco. They knew tobacco was addictive and that the, the, uh, they, they caused cancer, emphysema. But guess what? Everybody knew it, but everybody took the money. All right, let me so ask you. Let me, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Because I agree with everything you've said, and that's rare. I want. So I want to ask you a question. 
assuming somebody is found guilty of, uh, let's say, selling somebody a pill that had fentanyl in it and they did not know it had fentanyl in it, like the guy we had on here yesterday, his brother and sister-in-law, they both died. Should that person get the death penalty? Here's what I would tell you. If we're going to hold everybody to the same standard, meaning we need to start with our pharmaceutical companies, the folks, what do we do with presidents of pharmaceutical company CEOs? Will we, we give them a fine or they resign? I'm sorry, folks. You killed all these folks, but we're going to go and get, we're going to start with the low-hanging fruit, the guy that sold one pill. What about the millions of pills that these pharmaceutical companies put out here on the streets, folks? No, no, but John, 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 whether it's Pookie off the block or Chad in the, or Chad in the suburbs, if they are out there selling fentanyl and they are found guilty, should they be, should they get the death penalty? I got no problem with that. As long as it's across the board. Good. Thank you, John. Great call this morning. Great call. Let's take another one. Hey, you're on there. Hey, Clay, it's Cricket. Hey, Cricket. Good morning. Hey, um, so I agree with John about, you know, the pharmaceutical company is poisoning us. They are killing us. But you know what? You want to make a stand? Quit buying their products. When your physician says, hey, your blood pressure is high, here's a pill, why don't you say, hey, let's see what we can do about my lifestyle to help get my blood pressure down. Let's try that first. Absolutely. I love it. I mean, let's not go to the pharmaceutical industry to cure everything that ails us. Let's let's transition from the war on drugs to the war on drug manufacturers. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there are lots of groups out there who are, you know, against the pharmaceutical industry's control over the people. I mean, whether it's vaccines, medications, they make more money selling vaccines without liability than they do from pills. Whenever their their pills go out of that, when the copyright when the copyrights wear out, yeah, yeah, they just make a new one. They just adjust it just a little bit, and so now they have this new thousand dollar drug. Well, look at what they're doing with insulin. Insulin was designed to be free. The the, the inventors sold the copyright to a college for one dollar. Because it was supposed to help people and not be as expensive as it is. And uh, that's why I had no problem with that whole Twitter incident last week with Illy Ally or whatever uh, tank stocking. Because they're charging people 260 something dollars with insurance for, a, I think, a week's worth of uh, insulin or something crazy like that. I'm not diabetic. I don't know. I, I don't even have a diabetic in my, you know, in my immediate family, thank God. But <clears throat> it, Insulin is a great example. Yeah. Not yeah. just the vaccines. We know what the vaccines the are doing. But yeah, and, and re- required medication should not. It's, it was meant to be free, or if or at least affor- at least affordable. Correct. Yeah. Sorry, I'm driving, so you're breaking up a little bit. But if you're going to go after the pharmaceutical companies, you also need to wage war on the insurance companies who are dictating what they will pay for and what they won't. They are working hand-in-hand to say, you can do this, but you can't do that. Like, we can give you birth control to regulate your hormones, the synthetic drugs pharmaceutical companies make, but we're not going to pay for a bioidentical plant and check all your lab work and make sure that we're giving you the right thing. We're just going to hand you a prescription and say, have fun. And when you have side effects, here's another pill. And when that doesn't work, we'll do another pill. Feeling sad today? Here's another pill. Can't wake yeah. up today? Here's another pill. Can't go to sleep? Here's another pill. 
it's really sad. Our patients come in to the hospitals, and the nurses look at their medication list, and they say, okay, you have high cholesterol, high blood pressure, congestive heart failure, liver disease. I can tell all of that by the medications that you take because you take a pill for every single diagnosis that you have. You're right. It's sad. We have got a... Healthcare has gone to crap because people don't care about changing themselves, changing their lifestyles, changing their habits to make them better. Now, do I think that fentanyl should be sold on the street? Absolutely not. But do I think that patients who have chronic pain need that fentanyl? Yes, I do. That's the problem. There is a fine line between need and want. And well, pharmaceuticals. Well, pain management. There, there is a need for pain management. There is, but people who are in chronic pain can't get meds because, oh, well, we don't want you to get addicted. Or they're 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 still going to get something. They're, they're too scared to get it. That's why there's a black market. But I mean, if somebody, it doesn't matter if you stop selling it, you know, you stop prescribing it. If somebody needs it or wants it, they will get it. They will find it. Well, that's what uh, we were talking about we yesterday. Can't and all at all. You know, Mike Madison talks about that a lot. The iron, the iron law of prohibition. The the more you make something harder to get, the smaller and more powerful the black market makes a substitute for it. And that's where we're at with from with this war on pain pills has led us to now this fentanyl crisis. So, cricket, great phone call this morning. Stay blessed out there. It was great seeing you the other day. Oh, yeah, good to see you. All right, take All right, care. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, look, she's she's a, Cricket's one of the real ones. Let me tell you, she is boots on ground in the hospital every day. She's one of the real ones, and we're, we are lucky to have somebody like her on our team. Let's take another call here this morning. Hey, caller, you're on there. Yeah, I'm um, glad John was talking about the pharmaceutical companies, but uh, the biggest, one of the biggest or latest crimes – are the vaccine, the fact that they've been able to produce all of these vaccines with very little testing, and then the government steps in and uh, basically mandates a uh, a product that's not even tested, and it's under emergency authorization, and they give them liability protections. And, of course, you know these, um, the NIC and the FDA and you know, they're getting kickbacks from the pharmaceutical companies. They've made billions and billions and billions of dollars off of this vaccine. At the hand of the Democrats who came kind of enabled the fraud. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean you're, you're right. I mean, like I said, we, we could, you, you could attack the pharmaceutical industry from multiple angles with this. From their addictive, mind-altering drugs to their vaccines. They are the enemy of this country. They, this is a bold statement here, I, but I, I'll say it. This is Clay's opinion. I don't speak for anybody else. I believe that the pharmaceutical companies have done more damage to this company than any foreign enemy or the Democrats could ever dream to do. But see, it's, it is the Democrats and to some extent the Republicans who has actually given the uh, – pharmaceutical companies the leeway to do this so basically it's kind of a collusion between corrupt 
um, politician. Yeah, look, and just for full, he's gotten it, the kickbacks and he's given them the ability. It was a government that gave them liability protection. Hey, look, and, and just and, and not to just be all orange man great here. I yeah. my my biggest gripe with with orange man is uh what, what did he call the program to expedite Operation Rocket Ship or something to warp, expedite warp speed. warp speed Operation Warp yeah. Speed was a was a Operation terrible idea. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and as much as I love Ronald Reagan, he was the first one to start giving liability protections, um, you know, for the uh, vaccine schedules for kids. And uh, like I said, I love Reagan, and just you know, to some extent, I like um, Trump. But you're right. I mean, blame goes around on both sides, but especially now, uh, you know, it's that the Democrats have been, at least those guys didn't mandate it per se. Yep. Um, but, but I mean, the Democrats are all about mandating a product that's still emergency use authorization. I mean, the, the, uh, the vaccines that's been given um, approval are not on the market. So the one that everybody's getting is still Emergency Youth Authorization Act. Yeah, uh, hey, hey, all right, brother. i got to take a break, man. Thank you so much this morning. Yeah, thank you. Uh-huh. All right, we'll just take a break real quick. Come back, land the plane for the day. This is the Clay Edwards Show. You guys have killed it this morning on the phones. I just want to say thank you. Great, great calls today. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Baby, man, what a great show today. I, you guys are fired up. I'm fired up. I mean, the rest of my day is going to be great, I hope. <laughs> we are live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. Hey, look, you want the rest of your day to be great. Let it start at lunchtime today. Today for lunch, out at the gathering there at the town of Livingston, it is their world famous fried chicken. Fried chicken. I love fried chicken too. It's fried pork chop day, and their fried chicken's great. The time that I went out there and ate lunch, I got the fried chicken, phenomenal. But today's blue plate special is fried pork chops. Get out there and see them at the gathering restaurant located in the town of Livingston on the corner of Highway 22 and Highway 463 near Madison. Uh, that is what's for lunch today. I hope y'all are enjoying the what's for lunch um, segments here. Makes me hungry. And uh, I always pick the worst times to try to fine tune my diet a little bit. Bring on a great sponsor like The Gathering to talk about fried pork chops. And I'm like, that looks like Tuesday. I mean, Wednesday's going to be my cheat day and my day off from the car lot. <laughs> so I can stay over on this side of town long enough to get out there and eat. Um. Uh, kind of in closing here, I wanted to talk about this, and we'll talk about it a little bit more uh, tomorrow or Friday. The Jackson Mayor, Chakway Antar Lumumba, or Chuckway, apparently I've been saying his name wrong for four or five years now. It's Chuckway, not Chakway, but it's spelled Chakway. I'm sorry, I, I spell it like it sounds. There are no silent letters in names, in my opinion. So <laughs> he uh, he has had to beg the governor, via email, to extend the state of emergency on the water plant. I told y'all. We told you. If you've been listening to the Clay Edwards show, you would knew that was going to be the outcome. They can't do it. They can't manage it. They, they messed it up so bad that they can't, they can't fix it. It just, they don't know what to do. They just don't. They're idiots. This complete idiots, a bunch of degrees with no substance. All right, look, Jim Thorne's up next, followed by Mike Madison, Jameson Haygood, 
And then Kim Wade closes out the day from 4 to 6 on our short our local entertainment goes. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Check out clayedwardshow.com. Podcast available here shortly. Peace. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.